about all of the treatments for chronic and major health problems, but often don't know what works and what may not. There are advantages in conventional medicine, as well as inroads that are being made in alternative medicine, natural healing, and biological dentistry. Welcome to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. We'll sort everything out and bring it to you in easy-to-understand terms. Now, here is Dr. Robbins. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Functional Medicine with Dr. Howard Robbins, me. Um, we like to take healthcare problems and um, that are normally treated traditionally and show you how you can treat them safely uh, and effectively in a natural and safe way. And uh, the key word is natural and safe here. Uh, we uh, have special guest on today, and we're going to get to our special guest in just a minute. I always first like to thank our sponsors, because that's how we're able to bring the show to you every week. And keep in mind that all these shows are saved. They're archived. Um, uh, we sometimes repeat shows. They call them encores. Uh, I do repeat uh, shows when I'm traveling and that I feel are important and essential so you don't have to go many months back or a year back to try to find them. Uh, uh, one of those key shows is, is our show on ozone and th uh, therapy in general. Another key show is on herpes. Another key show is on Lyme disease and on cancer. So we try to repeat these shows that we get dozens of listeners, uh, literally, I should say, hundreds of listeners every month. Um, so first, let me thank Promo Life. Uh, uh, Promo Life makes ozone ozone machines uh, for home care and even medical use for doctors. They make actually pretty amazingly great ozone machines for doctors. Uh, they're surprisingly accurate because they're relatively inexpensive compared to the more expensive German machines that we know and love, like the Zatzman machine. But they do make wonderful machines for, for doctors, probably who have very limited uh, practices right now in ozone that are growing, or just to be used as a spare machine in case your Zotsman uh, should break down. Um, if you have a high, you know, a high quality machine, uh, you know, it's going to be dead accurate. And the, one of the things about Promo Life is their small um, um, medical machines are extremely accurate. Um, so uh, doctors can be using these. Now for patients far less expensive, you can be buying uh, their elite models for home care. And their home care machines are just wonderful. We've done several shows on all the different home care methods of ozone. Also, Promo Life has videos online, and they also uh, can offer you support. Um, if you have a question or a concern about doing some form of ozone home care, all you need to do is call them. Well, you can go online to promolife.com. And look at all their products, their ozonated oils, everything they, they make is actually very, very high quality. Um, but if you want to get a special deal, call them at 886-472-3404. That's 886-742-3404 and say... Uh, you, um, I heard about you on the Dr. Robbins radio show. I want to purchase certain things. He said that there may be a special um, offer this week that you can give me. 
and they do wonderful special offers for my radio listeners every week. So go and listen to, uh, listen to um, uh, look at their website, promolife.com, see what you want to get, and then contact them and see what they can do specially for you. That's 886-742-3404. Now, my, my other sponsor is Doctors Biome at doctorsbiome.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-S-B-I-O-M-E. Doctors Biome makes a very unique and important game-changing probiotic. It comes in the form of a liquid. And um, right now I'm going to tell everybody who does want to order, um, if you're listening to the show this week, uh, your order may be delayed. They're going through a process of upscaling, meaning that their orders have come in so fast and so many from literally all over the world that um, they've had to Re- rearrange how they make it and uh, in the upscaling they've run into a bunch of different issues that because nobody else has ever been able to do this and running into those issues they're resolving them uh, and as they resolve them product will be available then for shipping so if you do get put on back order don't worry you will get it um, if there's any problems with it they make very very good on any of the issues that people may have um, concerning it. So, and um, ultimately, they'll be able to make large volumes um, uh, and you'll be able to get it promptly. So, if you want to get a big discount, go to Doctors Biome, D O C T O R S B I O M E, and enter in the coupon code that Radio 20, and you'll get 20% off your entire first order. That's Radio 20 in the discount code, and you'll get 20% off your first order. Now, we have an interesting show today because if you go back to August, we were supposed to do it then. I had it listed, and I realize now I never changed it. And instead of doing the show that we're going to be doing today, I actually did part five of to be or not to be vaccinated. Um... Uh, with the COVID vaccine, the uh, those shows, by, particularly the part one and part two, get 7,000 uh, new listeners every month since I started doing it. Um, it's unbelievable how many people are tuning into part one and two. Why they're not listening, and they should, to part three, four, and five, I don't know. But f- part five is masked because it has the wrong title and, and, and description. And I'm going to be getting uh, the station to change that for me uh, very shortly. But today, we're going to be doing a show, part three of everything you need to know about hormones. You know, hormones are your body's chemical messengers. They travel in your bloodstream virtually to every tissue and organ. And they affect many different processes, including your development, your growth, metabolism of your food sexual function, reproductive, reproduction, your health in general, cognitive function, mood, are all controlled as well as your body's temperature and thirst by hormones. Um, We've discussed other hormones, um, uh, um, not hormones, but um, glands that produce these things in the past shows. And hopefully we're going to have a little time to do 
um, a little bit more on sexual hormones. Uh, we had one doctor's opinion on what to give and how to do it, and it's always valuable to hear it from someone else. So today we have Dr. Julia Ward on once again. Dr. Ward is an MD practicing in Texas. Uh, she's truly a champion for the health care of, of, of uh, busy and stressed out moms. Um, she had her own hormone imbalances uh, with chronic fatigue and whatnot, and she had to find ways to overcome it. It's a wonderful thing with alternative functional medicine that many of the doctors that I've learned and speak to over the years got involved in it because they couldn't find a traditional answer for it. So they had to find answers on their own, and they found that the natural answers to these things turned out to be the best answers for them. Um, so without further ado, because we always run out of time on these shows, let's go. Hello, Dr. Ward. Hello, Julia. Hi. Thank you for having me. And thank you for being on once again. It's not easy in our busy schedules to find time for these things. So I'm very yeah. appreciative when someone like yourself, who's expert, can uh, give us that time. So w what gland would you like to start off talking about today? How about that? I promised I wasn't um, going to ask you for a gland that nobody knows anything about ever again. That's right. <laughs> like we did right. on the last show. Don't mention ever again. Uh, no, just kidding. Uh, so let's start with the pancreas. Okay. Oh, that's important. That's like yeah. one of the key important glands in the body, even though it's right. an organ. So let's talk right. about the pancreas. So one of the main things it produces is insulin, which we need to bring sugar from the bloodstream into our cells. And uh, when, we have a, when we take in too much sugar over a long period of time, some people, not everybody, but some people become what we call insulin resistant. That means that their cells start ignoring the signals that insulin is giving them to bring in sugar from the bloodstream. And so that causes the bloodstream to have uh, a very high sugar content, which is bad for our immune system. Kinda, it kind of slows things down. It makes everything sort of sluggish. So let me ask you a question, yes. and that's an important you know, issue, the way you brought it up. Insulin, does insulin burn the sugar, or does insulin uh, just literally transport it into the cells? I'm not clear about that, that. Yeah, that's my understanding, that it just transports it into the cell. Got it. So it's, it's going to lower the blood sugar by transporting it into cells so it can be made into energy via the Krebs cycle. Correct. Correct, yes. Okay. Now, why does the body stop producing insulin or producing less insulin? So, um, for type 1 diabetics who are born with some sort of genetic, you know, predisposition for this, the um, pancreas just doesn't produce enough insulin for whatever reason. It just can't. And so those people, um, if they don't start treating that right away, they don't live very long. So before we had insulin, uh, people with type 1 diabetes, it would be sort of a death sentence. Um, but then we isolated insulin um, uh, from, uh, I think it was from pork probably. Yes. So they were able to um, give this back in small doses. And then, of course, people have to, 
you know, kind of calculate how much what their blood sugar is and uh, how much insulin they actually need. Um, once in a while, we'll see uh, somebody come down with, auto, with uh, type 1 diabetes later in life. Um, it's usually an autoimmune mechanism. You know, the body is just starting to attack its own cells. Um, so it's a little more unusual. Most, most people who have diabetes later in life are the type 2, which is basically from taking in too much sugar and carbohydrates, and the body just starts ignoring the signals that insulin is giving them. Is that what it's really doing? It's ignoring it? It just can't produce, or is it just that it can't produce enough to, to meet the demand? Oh, no, it's producing plenty of insulin. The, the type 2 diabetics are plenty, uh, producing enough insulin. Their cells are just not listening to it because it's, it, that's why we call it insulin resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, so now, it's sort of ignoring that, yeah. Now, when... People um, uh, get tested for for diabetes. Um, there's various blood tests that you can do for it. Um, mm-hmm. What are the various blood tests? What are the norm normal values? Would you say? And when should people start being concerned? Well, so the um, let, let's take just blood glucose. If you're fasting. Ideally, I know that the range goes up to like 99, but ideally your fasting blood sugar should be less than 84. And every point above 84 puts you at a 6% increased risk for diabetes. So, um, you know, it's it's one thing to look for... um, you know, to kind of look for what is my blood glucose, especially if you're fasting. And, of course, you can do like a home blood sugar analysis if you get like a little blood glucose monitor. Um, but that, So that's one way to just take a quick look. The other is a, a something called a hemoglobin A1C, and that's something that the lab runs. And it basically um, tells us how your blood sugar has been doing over the past three months. So typically, you know, 5.6, 5.7 is like the upper range of normal. If you're six and above, you're, you're in the diabetic range. Um, and that just gives us a picture of how, you know, things have been doing over time. Um, mm-hmm. There's some other things uh, as well, like uh, there's one like an average glucose. It's, kinda, it's supposed to be a little easier to read. Um, and then, um, what else? There's um, something called C-peptide, which C-peptide is formed when you make insulin. So the higher your C-peptide, the higher your insulin output. And you can look at insulin itself, too. Some people have uh, super high insulin before they start becoming insulin resistant. So that's sort of like a, a great early sign, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now, when, mm-hmm. when people uh, te- get tested, um, you see ranges. The ranges are usually, uh, you know, uh, 90, you know, they say at 90 to 110 uh, or 10 is normal. Um, yeah. Uh, what, and some of them go to 120. Uh, then I, I remember hearing years ago that you, for every year uh, above, for every year of age above fifty, you can be one point higher and still be high normal. Um, are, are these used anymore? Is this true? 
you know, I'm not an endocrinologist. I don't know. I'm not up on like what the latest kind of criteria is. Um, but if things are trending in that direction, you definitely want to get a hold of things because you can reverse it. You just have to get on it and clean up the diet, you know, do a little exercise if you can, but you don't have to exercise to lose weight. Um, you can absolutely lose weight by, you know, just cleaning up your diet because that really accounts for the majority of that. What are the signs when people, uh, you know, physically, that you know, a lot of people don't like going to doctors, and uh, but there are signs that people can have that their sugar levels are, are getting high. Um, uh, what are, are there? What are the physical signs? Would you say that people might look for? Um, well, fatigue can be a sign. Um, excessive thirst, um, peeing a lot. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, I remember unusual sweating. Yeah. A lot of if you, yeah, if you sweat unusually uh, high, though, there's other reasons for that too. But you have to put it in con- conjunction with everything else. Now, when when we, let's talk about pre-diabetes in a, in a minute. But when I have patients yeah. that are diabetics and they come in, uh, one thing that I usually ask them is, "How often do you test yourself?" Mm-hmm. And the answer is maybe once a day or twice a day. And that's yeah. why they're coming in as patients with problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How exactly. often would you really recommend, ideally, pe- people should be testing themselves? I mean, ideally, uh, you know, you do first thing in the morning when you first wake up um, and definitely uh, right before bed. Uh, but sometimes you want to take what we call a postprandial reading. That's just right after you eat as well. Uh, just to see, you know, what your blood sugar is going up to. Because ideally, we want to keep it in a, a tight range, you know, somewhere between, say, 70 and 110. Um, right. You know, because it's the fluctuations of the blood sugar that can cause a lot of this end organ damage, like kidney disease, um, you know, peripheral neuropathy, um, eye damage. You know, some people have vision problems. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, there's a there's things that you want to do to, uh, um, you know, start reversing that. Good. We're going to go to our first commercial break. We'll be right back with you, and we're going to finish up talking about the pancreas. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctor's Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctor's Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctor's Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. 
Doctor's Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. Interested in ozone therapy but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. You are tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody. We're with Dr. Julia Ward, an expert in functional medicine, and we're talking about um, uh, the finishing up, talking about all the glands in the body, and we're talking about the pancreas now, and di- and actually what we're dealing with uh, there is diabetes. So um, there's many new ways that people can test themselves, other than sticking their finger all the time, which a lot of people don't do enough of because it doesn't feel so great. Um, what are some of these new things that are out there? How well do they work? Can you can you trust them? Yeah, there's um, you know one that comes to mind is that like Freestyle Libre, and so it basically um, puts something on your arm that has. Uh, let me see what kind of technology they have. Um, but you connect it to an app on your phone. You can get a continuous monitor of your blood glucose. So then it just you know, it's easy to just continuously look at it. Um, so that's a great way because then you can see the trends. You can see what happens when you eat, um, you know, overnight, things like that. So, Yeah, it's a pretty amazing thing. My wife had to use it for a short time. And, um, uh, it, you know, it, it's, it's pretty much, you know, pretty easy to apply. Um, you can buy mm-hmm. these covers for them. And um, mm-hmm. the fact that you can be getting constant monitoring before and after you eat to see if the food that you're eating is 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 causing you to spike or not it's a it's a yeah. pretty wonderful way to manage diabetes. I mean, it's just amazing the things they come up with these days. Um, yeah, it'll uh, even give you like an alert on your phone if you know you set a parameter if it gets too high or too low. So, so but, you you yeah, don't actually cool. have to hold the phone up to it all the time. It'll it'll still no. stay in connection. Yeah, there's a uh, so you you put this uh, sensor wire. It gets inserted under your skin. There's a applicator. Then you put this transmitter over top of that, and then that sends the information to your phone. 
Wow. That's just amazing. Yeah. That's, 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 that's yeah. a great thing. So what is pre-diabetes? Patients come to me and say, I'm, 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 I'm told I'm pre-diabetic. What does that yeah, mean? That, basically, they're on the way to getting diabetes. It's just a matter of time if they don't change what they're doing. So typically, uh, people are, um, you know, gaining weight. Uh, their blood sugar is creeping up. Their uh, hemoglobin A1C is creeping up. Um, so it's like if they don't change things around, they're going to have diabetes, you know. And then, you know, once you have diabetes, you know, in medical school, we were always taught um, it's kind of a lifetime sentence. Once you get it, then, okay, now you're on the track where you start with oral things to bring down your blood sugar like metformin, and then eventually you have to move to taking insulin, Um so, you know, and then you have all the uh, complications of diabetes that go along with that. Um, so, but it wasn't until I started studying functional medicine that I realized you can absolutely reverse that. Okay. What do you do to reverse it? Uh, basically, we have an approach where we, we put people through a, a, a gentle detox uh, and, you know, kind of teach them how to eat differently not hard it's just different um like and what by kind cleaning of foods? up the diet like uh whole clean unprocessed foods we you know we try to get people away from eating anything processed anything that's in a bag or a box you don't want to eat because it's got a lot of chemicals in it a lot of toxins mm-hmm. well so between you still- um Mm-hmm. You can buy you can buy organic this and organic that that's processed in packages too. Is that safe to eat, or should they avoid that as well? Well, anything that like if there's a box or a bag, it's gonna have it's gonna have to have some sort of preservative in there. Assuming it's not like a fresh vegetable or something, um, it's just gonna have to have that. Uh, so, uh, you know, and. There is a list, you can find this online, uh, but it's like the clean 15, the dirty dozen. So you can see which, the dirty dozen, those foods you definitely want to buy organic. Um, so, uh, you know, you can take a look at that so you don't have to buy everything organic, just certain things. Okay. Um well, we have we have pl- we still have plenty of time, but let's uh, let's go into the adrenal gland. The adrenal glands, mm-hmm. where where are they in the body? How did, how are they affect uh, how do they affect our our health and our immune system? Uh, what causes mm-hmm. adrenal stress? Let's go into all those things about them. Yeah. So the adrenal glands are just little tiny glands that sit on top of the kidneys and um there's a term out there called adrenal fatigue, which is a little bit misleading because it's not, like, they don't get fatigued. They're a gland. They're not a muscle. But it, it kind of, it's easier than saying the hypothalamic pituitary axis dysfunction. So adrenal fatigue is easier. Um, but basically, when we get stressed, the adrenals put out cortisol. Cortisol is our stress hormone. That's the fight, flight or fight uh, kind of hormone. And... Um, when, when we're producing cortisol, we're not making the sex hormones. Um, it can also block the conversion of T4 to T3, which is the active form of thyroid. So it can make people feel like they're hypothyroid, even if they aren't, if they're producing too much cortisol. Um, we test for this by either doing a dried urine test or a saliva test. 
if you test cortisol in the blood, the short life, the half life is so short that it's not really worth measuring. So it's better to do. I personally like the dried urine test because um, it's easy to do. It's like you pee on these strips, let them dry, send them in, and you do it five times throughout the day. Um, and then you can see what your, your cortisol curve is, what we call it, uh, because cortisol should be high in the morning and then come down in the afternoon and be low at night. Um, some people, when they are first stressed out, like say they're going through um, say the death of a loved one or divorce or something, and their cortisol is super high, um, and then, but over time of like months to years, if it's constantly high, eventually the adrenals stop listening to the signals to produce cortisol. And then your, then your cortisol drops down to super low levels. And then you've got another type of problem, if you will. What would that be? How does that react? How, how does that manifest? I should say. I guess, um, you would be feeling just exhausted all the time. You know, like you just don't feel yourself. You can never feel right. Um, it would seem that yeah. um, uh, the adrenals uh, can easily become exhausted because there's a lot of people that walk around with fatigue and it may not be because of viruses or Lyme disease yeah. or something else. So how do yeah. we strengthen yeah. our, how do we strengthen these adrenals? How do we get them to function uh, more powerfully? Yeah, so certain nutrients can really help uh, boost the adrenals, uh, things like vitamin C. Um, that's very helpful. There's some adaptogenic herbs as well. Uh, adaptogenic herbs are like um, ashwagandha, rhodiola, rhodiola um, L-theanine is very helpful too. Uh, How much would you have to take of these herbs each day to be beneficial? There's a lot of, or, you know, there's a lot of nutraceutical companies that make sort of combination capsules that have a bunch of different adaptogenic herbs and maybe some vitamin C in there. Uh, most most nutraceutical companies have some formula or another that combines those. So um, I use Zymogen a lot. Um, Zymogen has several formulas. One's like Adrenal Manager, Adrenal Leave. Uh, there's Cortisol if you're cortisol is too high. Um, so it just depends on if is your cortisol too high or is it now at a point where it's just too low. So that's why we need to measure it to see what's going on before we recommend a, a natural supplement. It's always good to have a, you know, have a safe diagnosis done when possible yeah. so that you know what you're oh, treating. Also, uh, high cortisol will cause weight gain right around the middle. So people kind of get that spare tire effect. And so a lot of that comes from stress. Mm-hmm. Well, there's only one way to reduce stress. Mm. <laughs> I, I call it the Remington method. You What's get that? a Remington 12-gauge shotgun with double-O buckshot. I'm not going to tell you where <laughs> to put the, the end of it and when to pull the trigger. But uh, when if you're alive, we live in a society today where stress just comes at us left and right, from down yeah. below, from up above, and from behind. There's, there's yeah. no way to eliminate stress. How you deal with stress is yeah. another story. Meditation. Yeah, I was um, going to say, there has been the a right lot of research foods. on meditation. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, a lot of ways right to deal too, with because, stress. 
what you're what you're putting in your mouth on a daily basis, that's your fuel for the day. So that can have a huge impact on how you're feeling. And yes. so people are eating a constant diet of just, you know, processed foods or fast foods or something like that, they're not going to feel good. Is there any one food that would be ideal to reduce uh, adrenal stress? Hmm. I don't know that there is. I just, I just thought I of the question. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I don't think there is just one. What would you, what would you say would be the, the, the best foods to eat to keep it down? Well, I mean, like, you know, citrus fruits for the vitamin C. Um, mm-hmm. And then just making sure you're getting in enough protein so you can fuel your body. Um, but besides that, I don't know specific food-wise what would what would cause. Um, and I've never heard of what, one, and that's why I'm asking. Uh-uh, yeah, <laughs> I probably would have been eating it already. No, I never heard of any particular food. I wondered if you knew of one. Um, I don't know that there is one in particular. Um, no. You know that would be ideal to help with with adrenals. I do yeah. know that. When I had oh. some adrenal issues, there's a, um, a neurolymphatic or neurovascular points, which are right underneath the breast on each side. And if you mm-hmm. rub up and down underneath your breast, if you feel a place that's hurting, press in and rub up and down vigorously for about 45, 50 seconds. And that should open up the energy and, um, and, and relieve the adrenals then. Um, and that was taught to me by a friend of mine uh, who saw I, um, I had that as an issue, and it, 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 it worked wonders very, very quickly and easily. Uh, because yeah. normally you wouldn't feel pain on those points, and if you do, it's a sign something is going on. Okay. Um, uh, well, it looks like um, dark chocolate, bananas, pears, tea, and probiotics, like probiotics and yogurt or... Foods containing, like, soluble fibers, those can all help. Oh, that would be great. You know, Doctor's Biome comes with prebiotics in it, which is the Mm -hmm. fiber from the vegetables, and probiotics that survive the stomach over um, 90%. So um, if probiotics, I I hadn't seen papers on that, but if probiotics can uh, deal with stress that way by dealing with adrenal stress, that would be a wonderful thing because you're taking Mm -hmm. it to do that and other things as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I know we we don't have a heck of a lot of time left, but let's begin. Let's start talking about um, uh, male and female hormones. Uh, where are they made? Um, let's start with uh, with the ladies first. I happen to be chauvinistic, so everybody will, you know, I'm kind of old. So let's start with the ladies first. That's, you know, always makes me feel yeah. um, good to do that. And then we'll hopefully have time to get into the male hormones. So yeah. let's talk about female so, hormones, how they're managed, what you do to manage them, what you feel people should be doing uh, to help. Sure. So there's three sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. Men and women have all three, just in differing amounts. And um, so for women, we traditionally they've used two markers in the blood, FSH and LH, to determine if you're in menopause or not. 
So FSH is follicular stimulating hormone. Uh, sorry, follicular stimulating hormone, and then LH is luteinizing hormone. If those are elevated beyond a certain level, that means, yes, you're in menopause. Um, but you can be in this kind of perimenopause range for like up to 10 years or more. Um, and menopause can really happen anytime from 35 to 55. So it just sort of, there's a genetic factor in there. Um, it just, you know, it's hard to tell when you're going to go into menopause. Sometimes you can look to your mom, but if you're like me, like my mom never went through menopause, or she had an early menopause because of breast cancer. So, um, so yeah, when um, typically for women, when we start approaching this perimenopausal range, progesterone tends to be the first one that sort of starts dropping off. And that's a problem because when our progesterone goes low, it its job, uh, one of its jobs is to balance the effects of estrogen. And so when the progesterone goes low, you become estrogen dominant. And that puts weight on around the hips, around the middle. Um, it, it just makes it really difficult to lose weight as well. So sometimes, um, you know, and that can go along with not sleeping well, um, with some brain fog. Um, sometimes women can even be short on estrogen you know, and still be estrogen dominant because compared to the progesterone, which is non-existent, they'd be estrogen dominant. But typically... But even though they're low in estrogen, little... estrogen is still high in them because the progesterone, right. progesterone is low? Yeah. yeah, and so when we're low in estrogen, like below, like, say, 60 on the lab value, typically we'll get, like, hot flashes and night sweats. Mm-hmm. Um. And then testosterone, women still do need testosterone uh, that helps with um, building bone, with cardiovascular health, with energy, sex drive. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of positive benefits to being on testosterone. Okay. Well, let's stay with uh, with estrogen and progesterone for a minute. How do women, Mm -hmm. how can women um, uh, adjust this? I know we, we deal today with bioidentical hormone replacement therapy yep. in the functional yep. world. How do people, yeah. how do women, um, how, how, how do women deal with this and, and um, how do you adjust it? Because it seems like it needs constant adjustment. Is there any standard formula or yeah. how, does that, how does that work? There's no standard formula. There's different methods of giving back bioidentical hormones. Um, one of the main rules, though, is that you don't want to take estrogen or testosterone in a pill form because that will cause liver inflammation, which will lead to weight gain, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, just a bunch of bad side effects that we don't want to deal with. Plus, the testosterone degrades in the stomach, so it's kind of pointless to take it orally anyways. So that leaves you with a cream that you can put on a couple times a day, um, or you can do what I like to call micro-injection. Um, that's where you inject a tiny amount of testosterone uh, compounded in oil uh, under the skin, uh, either every day or every other day. Or you can have a pellet inserted. Now, pellets look like grains of rice. They're just compressed pure testosterone. And it gets inserted under the skin, usually in the flank area. And it gives a steady state release of hormone over the next three to four months. So um, I personally, I love the pellet the best. I feel like, you know, you don't have to remember to do anything. You can accurately follow the blood levels of the hormones. Um, and it gives you a lot more energy 
um, a lot more sex drive than the creams do. Um, you know, now the Julia, are, mm-hmm. I'm going to interrupt you for a minute, please. Sure. I want to go to our, we're, we're running over. Let's go to our last commercial oh. break and then come back to this because this is very important. And I want everybody to get it clear. Okay? okay. So let's go to our break. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Interested in ozone therapy but don't know where to begin? Making ozone therapy part of your daily routine is much easier than you would guess. Let Promolife help guide you and answer all your questions about getting started with ozone therapy. Promolife supplies easy-to-use ozone therapy kits that allow you to accomplish your health goals. Promolife is the only company that provides free live support, easy-to-follow videos, and easy-to-use equipment. Our ozone equipment is fully made and assembled in the United States. Find out more by visiting promolife.com forward slash voice. Are you dealing with gas, bloating, indigestion, or diarrhea? These symptoms may be a sign that your gut microbiome is out of balance. Doctors Biome is a patent-pending daily probiotic formulated to deliver beneficial bacteria where you need it most. So while other probiotics are struggling to survive, Doctors Biome is thriving and multiplying to give your gut the beneficial bacteria it needs. Dairy-free, gluten-free, in a delicious organic juice base. Try Doctors Biome today and save 20% with code HEALTHYGUT20. That's HEALTHYGUT20. Doctors Biome is a doctor-formulated probiotic shot for your gut and colon health. Our patent-pending process allows the bacteria to be alive from inception to ingestion, making them more effective than capsules that use freeze-dried probiotics. The probiotic strains are combined with an organic, non-GMO green juice. Save 20% today by using the code HAPPYGUT. Just go to doctorsbiome.com and use the code HAPPYGUT at checkout. tuned in to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. If you have a question or a comment about the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ozonedoctor at yahoo.com. Now, back to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Hello, everybody. Thanks for staying in there with us. Uh, I have to break for commercials twice an hour, and I forget sometimes to do it. But let's, we're, we're talking with Dr. Julia Ward, and we're, we're talking about um, sex hormones. Um, so let's get back to pellets. Well, you, 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 you described them as little grains of rice, compressed pure testosterone, and that mm-hmm. they can be uh, put in. Tell us more about that. Yeah. So for for women, I go below the bikini line, um, and then for men, I go above the waistline. But basically, I just numb up an area of skin, and the numbing takes just a couple seconds. And then from there on out, patient usually just feels pressure. Um, make a very small three to four millimeter incision, and then we put in the uh, pellets using something called a trocar, which is sort of like a stick-like thing. Um, and then we just need strips to close the wound, um, and that is it. It just does its thing. Um, 
the cream. So it's virtually painless. You, that shouldn't hurt at all. It's virtually painless, yeah. And it takes like less than five minutes to do if it's a woman, a little bit longer for men just because they require more pellets because they require more testosterone. Um, but that, um, personally, I found that I love the pellets the most just because it gives me more energy that I was lacking, um, you know, sex drive. It really helps improve uh, bone density. So if osteoporosis is an issue, uh, pellets are a great way to go. Now, using these, you know, in Chinese medicine, I remember uh, they say that women should not go into menopause until they're at, at, at the soonest in their late 60s. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's not the way things are in this country. Um, no. But I know that's how Chinese medicine thinks and talks about it. Um, why is it that we start to need and, and have problems with our, our uh, sex hormones so much earlier in life? Yeah, it seems to be uh, very widespread, both men and women. I see a lot of men in their 30s who have very low testosterone. Um, and women, you know, who go into what we call premature ovarian failure, which is basically like early, early menopause. And I think it's probably a combination of environmental factors, like that our toxin load is so much higher now than it was, you know, 50 years ago. Um, if you've ever played head trauma, uh, ever played contact sports, head trauma can lower your testosterone or your hormones in general. Uh, there's hmm. something about just repeated blows to the head. Um, Dr. Gordon out in California with the Millennial Health Center uh, has done a lot of work with wounded veterans and, and looking at their hormones after they come back from uh, blast injuries and things like that. That's interesting. Um, I didn't know that. So yeah, men, yeah. Men, and, men and women that are in contact sports, head injuries... Uh, could low yeah. could lower your testosterone. Now, yeah. how long do you really need to be doing these pellets? Uh, do you, is it just like a one time thing, or do you need it more frequently? No. How does that work? Yeah. So me, for men, the pellets will last four months. For women, just three months. It just again it has to do with the amount of testosterone that we're putting in. But uh, you know, there's no like absolute have to, you know, that you have to continue for X number of time. It's just however long you want to feel good, basically. Because, you know, people have this misconception about menopause, like, oh, I want to just get through menopause. Um, they're talking about the symptoms like hot flashes and night sweats because some women will eventually stop having those. But that doesn't mean that they're through menopause. They're still in menopause. <laughs> but their body's never going to go back to making hormones the way it was when it was 20, right? So once you hit menopause, you're in it for life. That's it. And so just to reverse the effects of aging that that brings on, you know, you would want to continuously do some sort of bioidentical hormone replacement. Now, you don't have to do pellets, you know, you can always switch to creams or injections. Um, I also forgot to mention that um, progesterone is the one hormone that is safe to take by mouth. And for us women, when we take it at nighttime, it adds to a good night's sleep because when progesterone gets broken down in the stomach, it mimics GABA, which is a very calming neurotransmitter. Now, men don't need as much progesterone, so they're not going to feel that sleepy effect the way that, that women do. Okay. 
Um, so do you 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 just um, prescribe these differently for men and women? It's not the same yeah. capsules that they'll all take. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. But but again, is this something when you say, well, as long as you want to feel good, there isn't any mm-hmm. way to overcome this is from what I'm gathering that you, you just need to do yeah. it forever. Yeah, there's there's nothing that's going to stimulate your body to, to turn back the clock, essentially. Mm-hmm. Doesn't exist yet. Yeah. Are there any foods you can eat that might make a difference? Mm-hmm. Exercise can make a difference. Um, exercising can boost your testosterone and from testosterone you convert part of that to estrogen Um, so it can do a degree but you know um, for most people it's not going to be enough Okay. well exercise alone is is never enough for anything and how much can you exercise but if you're going to exercise what kind of exercise is it aerobic uh, exercise that you need or well, any both, exercise a that matters? Uh, yeah, a combination of weightlifting and, and aerobic. Yeah, you definitely want to do both. Okay. Now, yeah. for people that are um, weight, you know, weightlifters, you know, wanting to train for competitions and things like that, do they need mm-hmm. more hormones than others do? Does it make a difference they, if they get more? Yeah, they do sometimes because when, there's two things that make us run through the pellet or metabolize the pellet faster. One is stress. I'm not sure why that is, but there it is, stress. Uh, the other is, is physical activity because when you're exercising, the blood vessels that are surrounding the pellets dilate. So you get sort of a little burst of testosterone, which is very physiologic in its dosing, but it does make you kind of burn through them faster. So somebody who is... Working out, you know, especially if they're getting ready for competition or something, I'll go a little bit higher on the dosage. Well, when you say higher on the dosage, means you put more pellets in? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. more milligrams of testosterone. Okay. Now, let's, let's talk about the injections of testosterone. Let's get, mm-hmm. let's get into that. A lot of people are a little bit, con- uh, I don't know why... Pellets would be less concerning, you know, more concerning to them than injecting themselves. But um, uh, what about the injections? So injections can be good. I like to um, have people do a a tiny injection either every day or every other day because that mimics the pellet a lot more. It's much more even distribution. When you do like a once a week injection, you're, you're... Testosterone levels are going very high, and then they come down low, and then they... So it's sort of like a roller coaster. You're up and down. Um, So if you spread it out a bit more, I think it tends to work better. Um, But it's, it's a little confusing when we talk about testosterone because there's bioidentical estrogen and progesterone, and then there's synthetic estrogen and progesterone, progestins, but there's only testosterone. It only ever has been just testosterone. Now, it gets... Compound. It has to be compounded into an oil in order for it to be a liquid. So there are different oils that the compounding pharmacy can use, um, whether they're, you know, something that's like a cottonseed oil. Um, they've used ethyl oleate, which is more like an olive oil. Um, what else? There's a variety of things that they can do. And then there's like long-term, uh, supposedly a little bit longer-lasting, um, and then there's uh, shorter-acting. So... Uh, mm-hmm. Propionate is a little bit longer lasting. Cyprinate is more immediate. 
So there's different combinations you can do. Typically, I just do the uh, Cyprian 8 and have them inject small, small amounts every day or every other day. And what's a small amount? How much should they use? Uh, like a 0.1 cc. And what or if they use more? Uh, well, I mean, that's the beauty of the injection is that you can play around with the dosage. So if you feel better at, say, 0.15, you can do that. Um, or you can back it down to 0.05. You know, you just kind of get to play around with it. Now, how would you know whether you want to go more or less? Uh, kind of how you're feeling. Um, you know, are you feeling good, energetic, um, sleeping through the night, less joint pains, better mood, uh, things like that. Okay. And what if you don't have any of those <laughs> symptoms? Because <laughs> I'll be honest, I, for example, and you know, I use the injecting, uh, the Cyprianate, yeah. and I don't have any of those symptoms. I never, I always have energy. I always sleep through the night. Mm-hmm. I don't get, I don't sleep many hours. I only sleep about four to five hours, but that's all I sleep um, yeah. I, I, for years now. Um, uh, my energy level is good. Uh, my mood pretty much stays the same mm-hmm. in spite of everything that goes on. So uh, how do I know whether to go up or down in it? And there are sure there's other people like me out there. Yeah, so we would measure your blood, and we want to routinely measure your blood anyways and just kind of see where your free and total testosterone is, what your estrogen levels are doing, um, you know, just keep an eye on that. Okay. Now, if you're doing the injections, do you need to take anything else as a man? Yes. I recommend taking a compounded capsule that has an estrogen blocker in it, um, two precursor hormones, DHEA and pregnenolone, and a little bit of progesterone to help your prostate. Okay. Yeah, so that typically, but the estrogen blocker is important because when we take in testosterone from the outside, um, much of it wants to, not much, but depends on your genetics, but some of it wants to convert to estrogen. Um, But we don't want, I want men to have some estrogen, but not like as high as women. So I do a little bit of an estrogen blocker. Well, we're at the end of the show. I still had more questions, so maybe we'll do another one one day. Okay. Uh, give us your contact information so people can reach you. Absolutely. Our phone number for our office is 281-710-3380. So it's 281-710-3380. And our website is balancedbodyfunctionalmed.com. One more time. Balancedbodyfunctionalmed.com. Thank you so much. It's, it's a, it's a pleasure once again to have you as, as our guest. And, um, you know, with what I feel is very important, valuable, uh, accurate, useful information. Everybody, right. if you... Thanks a lot, Julia. (laughs) We're running out of time. I just want to say if everybody wants to reach me, call my office at 212-581-0101. That's 212-581-0101. Or email me at ozonedoctor, ozonedoctor at yahoo.com.
Everybody stay safe, stay well, and we'll be back again next week for you. Bye-bye now. Thank you for listening to Functional Medicine with Dr. Robbins. Be sure to join us again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We'll be glad to talk again next week.